gets a crossing. It's towards Wilmer. Chastain will take it. She missed a penalty kick against China in the Algarve Cup and they lost that game. Go! Lloyd with Morgan streaking. She's chipping the goalkeeper! Welcome to Settle the Score. I am Allison. I'm Madeline. We have an episode for you today. Oh my gosh, lots and lots of soccer stuff going on. If you've been living under a rock, no, I'm kidding. That's rude. Maybe you got a lot going on in your life, but. Well, I didn't know the Emmys happened, you know? (laughs) Okay. What we're about to talk about is sort of soccer's Emmys. You're right. I woke up on Monday and best dressed at the Emmys. What? Well, viewership was down 36%, which. Because it was already down. nobody knew it was happening. They did not advertise. Well, you know what? Did they advertise on regular television? Maybe. But Interesting. who watches regular television these days? Not I. Nobody. Unless it's Few. the U.S. Women's National Team. <laughs> Amen. And if they put the NWSL on it, you know I'd be watching that too. So then maybe you would know when the Emmys were happening. But I didn't. But you didn't. But I did know the FIFA Player of the Year awards were happening. I was much more aware of that. (laughs) Yes, we all were. Maybe because I'm big time on soccer Twitter, but not that I'm big time on it, but I am on it big time. On it. If that makes sense. Important. I I I look at it often. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, (laughs) but it happened, and they were fabulous. Oh man, what a night! What a night! The. Dresses were amazing. I, I, we, sh- we should not start off talking about what no, people look no. like. I always want to do that. It's kind of like the red carpet, though. You it talk is. about pre-show, so it kind of makes sense. But Thank you. It does make sense, but we can uh, come back. They looked great. They looked great. Pino and Alex on the red carpet looking great. Alex misidentified a World Cup winner. <laughs> it was very funny. Um, Virgil, She said Virgil van Dyke was a World Cup winner, which he wasn't. He did win the Champions League, though. So I think she was just had maybe a glass of wine or two and right. was a little confused. Also, there's, there's a lot of pressure, I feel like, on those like interviews. Like, you know, it, it's just a lot of pressure when all the lights are on you and you're on a red carpet. Or was it red? Doesn't matter. When you're on the carpet. So You know what Alex Morgan's good at? Soccer? Soccer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I nailed that one. <laughs> Yeah, she's really good at soccer. She doesn't have to be good at red carpet stuff. No. She looks great, but... She looks fantastic. They all look fantastic. I really... um, All of our women's team wore dresses, except for Julie Ertz, and she looked fierce in that, like, lace... I don't know what I want to call it, Because it wasn't really a tux or anything. I kind of want to say onesie, but... Yeah. (laughs) But that's not great. No, it's not the same... Same thing. Anyways... (laughs) They look, they look fantastic. They really did. It's just really hard for them to look bad, I suppose. When you, when that's your jeans. Yeah. This other jeans are just so fit. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. They like, they, they all, they're all at their best. Right. But like your, your face doesn't change based on your fitness. I mean, maybe a little bit. It definitely does. Okay. But like, (laughs) it definitely does. They are all gorgeous human beings. Yes. Yes. Full stop. Yes. Well, 
If you didn't hear, Megan Rapino won Player of the Year, which yeah. is so exciting. The top three were Pino, Morgan, and Lucy Bronze. And I certainly, you know, I don't know if I would have picked Pino as number one. I probably would have, actually. But in retrospect, she just so deserves it. Yeah, and I think as you, we were talking, you know, it has to do with, uh, it's not exactly how you play on the pitch. It's a, It's a whole bunch of different things, but with all of that taking into account the way she's kind of held herself after the World Cup and how she's kind of pushed the boundaries a little bit, I think it's it's a clear it's a clear winner there. I've truly never, ever seen anyone say they were going to do something so hard and then do it so hard. Yeah. I mean, just the mental strength that that must have taken to say, well, we're probably going to win. And then she made sure they won. She scored a lot of goals. Yeah. She did it. She did it. So, it, yeah. I also, there was a lovely, lovely quote from her coach on the reign, Vlatko, possible next women's national team coach. We shall see. He put a quote out when she won that was basically, you know, after the last World Cup, we wanted to make sure that Megan Rapinoe wasn't just that player who serves great balls into the goal sheet. We wanted her to make sure she was a player who was all around the greatest on the field. And I thought it was so inspiring to know that she changed her game and became her best in her mid thirties. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's insane. And it's after coming back from injury too. I think so many of these two ACLs she's torn. Yeah. I think so many of these players, they, especially if they're younger, they have an injury like an ACL or some other major kind of injury like that. And Oftentimes they think, oh, is it over? Is it, you know, I'm, you know, I'm in my mid twenties, but look at these guys, you know, gals coming back year after year. Allie Krieger's another one making oh, World yeah. Cup roster after serious injury. I think if anything, it just, it should be like provide a lot of hope for, for players out there, whether you're in college or you're playing in the NWSL and you're in your rookie year or the year after and you're getting injured there's a lot to come back for. Or just if, you know, you're a comedy writer and things haven't really worked out for you so far. And I feel like especially in yes. that situation. Yes, yes. I feel like your writing skills aren't determined by your physical fitness. Or your age. Or Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, age plays into physical fitness, but it does not play into writing. No. And like most, like, female voice, this is actual voice, but, you know, you get your best voices in your 30s. For singers? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So, is Adele 30 yet? I'm certain of it. Well, that seems wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I am so confident I know Adele's age. Wait a second. I feel like yes. 31. That Ooh. was so funny. 31. Uh, okay. Okay, ghost. All right. I guess we have some stuff like to look you for. went to Adele. I don't know. She's got a good voice, She's got right? A voice, yeah. She's I actually think she's a little screamy, but I should stick to soccer opinions. So Megan Rapinoe won. I was very happy. She gave a speech about equality, which was another fantastic speech. What a class act. Truly. I mean, she's had, I can't imagine how you top this year for her. Uh, I hope she, I don't know. Maybe if, well, if she, if she wants to get married, maybe she could top it by getting engaged to Sue. Ne- like within this year I think you save that for next year next year yeah, yeah. yeah they're too busy right now yeah save that for next year and then yeah go huge wedding but truly Can she's an icon icon yes. she's an icon she's I I'm speechless when it comes to what she's done I feel like for progressing women's soccer this year I mean and her entire career but especially this year with 
talking the talk, walking the walk, and then continuing to push for equality for for both women in sports, but in other in other ventures. I love how it's not just sports; they're really trying to bridge um, between different professions. And oh man, Megan Rapino. So then uh, they announced the best women's goalkeeper, and Sari van Vienendal from the Netherlands won. I think that was well-deserved. Alyssa didn't even make the top three, which I thought was interesting, because I had sort of pegged her. But I, in retrospect, I guess I agree that these three goalkeepers are maybe even better. But good for Sari van Vienendal. Yeah, that she had an amazing World Cup. Yes, she stopped so many shots from us in that final. So many so, shots. So many. <laughs> and then coach of the year. Your favorite. My favorite coach, Jill, Jill Ellis. Obviously, I'm, how could she not? Uh, she, she came in and she deserved it. I mean, nobody else. One, per, one other person has done it, you know, so back to back. When I look at this list, though, I'm a bit disturbed to see Phil Neville as number three, England's coach. That guy is not a good coach. I think he lost the World Cup for them. Mm. And he said some really offensive comments during yeah. it. Boo Phil Neville. Boo. I, I would fire him. The, what he said after that third place game of, we didn't really care about this game, that was dreadful. Oh, that, that sounds very English of you. It was dreadful. It was dreadful. dreadful. It was I, I still, sometimes I feel when things are said in the heat of the moment after things happen, I feel like those things Mm. shouldn't always be held against you. Hope Solo, for instance. Uh, I just, I just think you're so, this is, this is everything you pour your heart, soul, sweat, everything into. And when you lose, you say things you don't mean. And I don't know. I just think, especially in this day and age of social media and you say one thing and now the entire world knows you said it in the blink of an eye, it just, ugh, sometimes I have a little compassion. I think that's a really good point. I think that Hope Solo said exactly what she meant. Oh, which she was, did. I just, Sweden played a cowardly game. I think Phil Neville threw a snit. Okay, fair. And I don't like the snit throwing. Mm-hmm. I thought that was disrespectful I think when you lose you can say there's just there's a script just say the script I not maybe you're right it's confusing I'm not sure maybe we'll never know (laughs) there's no right or wrong I don't like Phil Neville though I don't like his face I don't like his little suits (laughs) he he did take the lionesses from an okay team to a really really great great team so I suppose I, I I should give him some slack yeah Okay, Phil Neville, you're getting some slack because Allison's nice. And you're getting third place, bronze, which you did not get at the World Cup because you... You biffed it. (laughs) He biffed it. He really biffed it. Then we simply must talk about the... Well, Amy Rodriguez did not win the Puskas Award, but that's fine. There will be true equality when a woman wins Best Goal of the Year Award. That will be so Ooh, cool. I like that. Because only one woman was nominated this year, and it was A-Rod in a Utah Royals game. So cool. That is very cool. She actually didn't come in last, though. Oh, no. There, were, there was another women's goal. There were two. No, there were three. I totally got that wrong. There were three women's goals, and none of them came in last place, so that's great. Oh, okay. We'll take it. Yeah. Good news. Making <laughs> progress. And then we have the 
FIFA Pro Women's World 11, which was very interesting. So obviously Sari was the goalkeeper, then Lucy Bronze, obviously, then Wendy Renard, Nila Fisher, who I thought should be on there for sure, and Kelly O'Hara. Yeah. Not the American I was expecting. No, not at all. But again, so we we were discussing earlier, who who chooses these, right? It's um, the... Media, media, coaches, captains, fans. So they each get twenty five percent of the pie. So I think that's really interesting. I think that's it's it's telling for a couple of reasons. One, it talks about uh, your play. I think off the not your play, but your behavior off the field. It sounds like off the field, on the field, how yes. you carry yourself, which I think is really cool. Uh, and I think Kelly O'Hara. Again, not that any of the other Americans in the defensive positions yeah. don't carry themselves well off the field. Crystal I, and Abby and Becky are all phenomenal. Um, but yeah, I just I I think maybe that speaks a little bit more to Kelly O'Hara's character than we had given her credit for earlier. I also think it means that coaches and players maybe are scared of her more than I. I imagine there's some sort of like I will vote for them because I am fearful of them when I meet them on the pitch. <laughs> like ah, much respect to these players because she is such a a strong player, kind of that player who will get the ball back no matter what, less tactical defender, more just like elbow grease, let's do it, and then bring it up the side. So I could see her actually to, even though maybe a Becky Sauerbrunn to me is like the stalwart American defender, Mm -hmm. I could see being like, ah, gosh darn it, I don't want to have to go up against Kelly today. Yeah. So I could see that being the case. Yeah, absolutely. And Kelly, like, I mean, come on, beep test. That's true. Endurance for days. And another person in her 30s who came back from big, big injury to yeah. pull it out, grind it out in the World Cup. Yeah. Who, yeah, I was just thinking, I'm sad she's not playing right now. Yeah. Well, kudos to Kelly. Kudos to Kelly. Renard, though. Wendy Renard was somebody who was, I was surprised a That bit. own goal in the World Cup, man. But she got the majority, not the majority, but she got the most votes. That's think, crazy. From that, from that group. Which I was just really, really surprised because I really did not think, I know she came in with all this clout and we had all these expectations on her. And again, it's, it's everything, right? That's how they performed on the field, off the field, whatever. But I just didn't think she had it on the field, this World Cup run. So I was surprised to see her on there, honestly. And I know she plays very well for Leon, but I do think the World Cup, in a World Cup year, it should be weighted pretty heavily towards her performance in the World Cup. Yeah. These midfielders make pretty good sense to me. Henri, Ertz, and Lavelle. Yeah. Kudos to... I think that was close to what we had chosen Ertz and Lavelle, yes. If not what we had chosen. And again, Lavelle, it's sort of like, do you put her on, do you not? But then you just... Oh, she's going to be so good. Then you you kind of just do. put her on. Then yeah. you just do it. She's yeah. so likable. I could see everyone voting for her. But then we get to the forwards and stuff goes down. Yeah. Some surprises. Big surprises. Well... One big surprise. One big surprise. Um, Alex Morgan, no surprise there. Megan Arpino, no surprise there. Then we have Marta. Who is a great player, but did she have a great year? No. No. I mean, her club team sucks a big one. Very. Sorry. Very large. Uh, But yeah, Marta was placed in that forward. I just don't. It doesn't make sense to me. And look, it's not so much about Marta being included than it is about Sam Kerr being left off. What in the what? What the heck? I feel like okay, and then uh, there's just so many cor- thoughts coursing through my mind. Sam Kerr and even Ellen White. Ellen White 
should have been on there over Marta a thousand one hundred for sure percent. Right? I mean, yes, Sam Kerr, but then where's Ellen White? And I and I talked about this I guess on last podcast. Can't stand the chick with the owl things, kills me, but she's a phenomenal player. It also doesn't make sense because the women player of the year vote, Marta wasn't on there, but Sam Kerr and Ellen White were. So what? Yeah, that just surprised. I don't know. Were they were they thinking we have to get a South American player on here? I guess I could see that being the case. It is sort of embarrassing how Euro, Euro US centric it is otherwise. It's not but it's I, 100%. I don't US-centric. think it's fair. Yeah. I don't not that any of this is fair, but I certainly didn't think that was fair. I mean, I probably would have put Sam Kerr on there over Alex Morgan. Sam Kerr has scored the most goals in the NWSL ever this year. Mm. Alex Morgan has stunk it up. Yeah. I mean, she had a great World Cup, but yeah, I don't know. I, I feel I feel sorry for Sam Kerr. She actually got zero points. Which makes me, like, she on seems the like such a lovely list. person. Had, did, has she done something to horribly offend I don't think so. I don't think she's like bubbly, but I think she's just pretty quiet and chill and nice. I've never heard of her having a problem in the locker room or anything. No, I've never once heard like negative publicity about her, like having a tiff with anybody or anything like that. So I don't know. Surprising to me. Shocking. I'm shocked. We're all shook. We're shook. (laughs) The FIFA awards, you've been canceled. No, that's not cancelable. I'm very I like this idea of you've been canceled. I want to cancel something. One day maybe you will have the opportunity. I guess this probably that. isn't the thing. But leaving Sam Kerr off I thought was just classless. Yeah. It was very surprising, I gotta say. But overall, pretty happy about Pino winning. I also loved that they had pictures of her and Messi everywhere because I feel like it made it makes well. I think she's a bigger superstar to me, but I yeah. think like worldwide, it brings her up to that level of Messi, which I like. And also, she was just much taller than him, which I, I liked. <laughs> that cracked me up. How short is he? He's I think like five eight. He's not that short. It's just Pino is taller, especially in heels. I think it's the heels, yeah. And oh my! I also thought <laughs> she just looked Wendy Renard so much she's taller. She's so much taller when they did that pan across, and then they had to go up and keep going. She's so tall. I also love that Pino looks so cool and Messi looks like a little soccer dork. A little bit. He's a soccer dork. He's not cool. Oh, he's 5'7". Oh, he's short. Yeah. I'm as tall as he is. And I have an, maybe I have a quarter on him. 5'7 and a quarter. Wow. You, that means you're better at soccer than Messi. That's probably, probably what that yeah. means. Yeah. I'm at least better at reaching the soup can up in the high cupboard than he is. <laughs> <laughs> Messi burn. <laughs> Yeah, messy worth forty million. I'm sorry, sorry. That's his salary, his right. yearly salary. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I don't know. What I don't think I could worth. even spend forty million dollars. Good God, a forty million euro, which is a oh, little bit better than the dollar more. right now. Yeah. Ugh. Sorry. I'd take it. <laughs> I don't want to be a professional athlete, but I'd take it. You'd take it. Good. I think being a professional athlete would be too hard. Well, in other news. In way less exciting ceremony news, Abby. <laughs> what? That's not way less exciting. It's still it, exciting. The American Soccer Hall of Fame is far less exciting than the FIFA Player of the Year awards. But Abby's won. 
I think. Abby Wambach is now in the... Yeah, she has one. She has one, right? Uh, yeah. Multiple ones, I think. Yeah. Abby Wambach is now in the U.S. Soccer Hall of Fame, so we wanted to give a, a subtle score. Uh, congrats to Abby Wambach. Abby Wambach. One of my all-time faves. Every One of everyone's all-time I, faves. You can't dislike her, I don't think. No. Um, yeah. I've just... Obviously, she deserves it more than nearly anybody I can think of, but... Um, but yeah, I think this was the first year she was eligible too. She just got right in. <laughs> just like scooter in, scooter in, quick. Get her in there. Get her in. Of course, she was inducted with Sunil Gulati, former head mm. of U.S. Soccer. He stinks. He also sucks a big one. I'm gonna start saying sucks a big one. Is that really bad? Should I, I stop also, saying that? I feel like that's like from four or five years ago. Sucks a big one. Yeah. Is it? That's the only. That's my. I only thought criticism. I just invented it. <laughs> no ah, I'm so lame that's a hard no okay well Sunil stinks how about that perfect he's nailed it he's a stinko so stinko. that made me sad that she had to hang out with him and be nice but um I just want to because I quickly looked up um Abby Wambach won <clears throat> 2012 just the one the FIFA yeah mm-hmm it, she won two. No, it appears that she just won the one. Mia Hamm won 2001, 2002. That was the first, I think, well, yeah, it was, that they um, started. But I just wanted to, I noticed this. Uh, Marta, I cannot believe how many times she's actually won it. Mm-hmm. 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009, 2011, she was second. She was second in 2012 to Abby. Who won in 2011? Um a Japanese player, Homari Sawa. Ah, uh, yes, Sawa. Um, now and retired. then she was third in 13, second again in 2014, second in 2016, won again in 2018. She is literally in almost every top three list what? since they've started it. I know she had a good time in Sweden, but what has she really won? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we'll I'll have to do a deep dive into Marta at some point. But, uh, I mean... Oh, I didn't know she played for Teriso. Yeah, yeah. That's the sweet. There you go. That's what we were talking about. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But clearly, the soccer community, she is beloved. She's so. very, very good. Yeah. Her, her skills are amazing. I think part of the problem, at least her problem with Orlando, is she just doesn't connect with anybody on the field. I also think that players like Tobin and Rose have more than caught up to her skills-wise. So I just, I don't really get it anymore. But sure. All right. Fine. Sorry, that was a sidestep. A sidestep into Marta. Well, Marta's interesting. I th- but I think, like, did Messi have a good year this year? He didn't win anything. Shouldn't someone who have won something won? That's an interesting question. Do you get to just keep getting the award because you do pretty good every year? I mean, eh. <laughs> sounds like Sounds like we have a naysayer here. No, you cannot unless you win. Yeah, I think you should win something. All right. There you go. That seems fair. We have some exciting U.S. Women's National Team games coming up. Yeah, we do. Boy, oh boy. Well, we have our final two victory tour games, against both against Korea, the 3rd and 6th of October. Mm-hmm. I'm not expecting those to be interesting, but watch them. Please watch them. I don't mean to say... It'll be the end. Of, the end. That sounds so strong. Uh, it'll be Jill Ellis's last two matches. The end of coach. the Ellis era. End of the Ellis era, um, and it will also... Winning those two matches will propel her into the title of the most winningest U.S. coach. Just to win just one, right? I think just one. Yeah, yeah. she'll be fine. She's tied right now. If we lose both of those games, hi yay yay. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, we will not. But look all, look who's out right now. Kelly's out with her ankle again. Alex is out with some strain something. 
um pino pino has been at yeah like a lot of most of not most a chunk of our starters are not playing now we've always said we have the best first team and the best second team which i still would 100 percent believe so i don't think we'll have a problem there but a lot of our starters uh are out with either minor injuries or flare-ups or whatever from the like from the rigorous schedule that the world cup demands so. and i honestly think that's fine for korea but the big we sort of buried the lead here yes we are playing sweden on november 7th potentially with a new coach this the first match with is a new coach huge i can't we cannot underscore dear listeners how truly exciting this is it's it's such a bold ass move yeah it's just like okay here we go but the question is will people be healthy and will we have the new coach But it, who, okay, if we don't have a new coach, then what do we do? But I'm sure there'll be an interim coach. Oh, I see what you're saying. But, but we kind of talked about that being the situation, anyways, potentially. I just I think that I think that Jill needs to retire, and then the next week they need to say who the coach is. No, it, it's going to be after the October matches. I think so. I don't yeah. think they would do it before. That seems sort of rude to announce. Unless it was like a passing of the torch at the last match, like if they announced it at at the end of the match, maybe. But otherwise, no, I agree with you. I just, I, I, I would love, I would love this new coach to get in there as soon as possible, just because of the Olympics, Olympics coming Hello. up so soon. And wouldn't that Sweden game be just an absolutely prime way to figure out who's who? Sweden is only ever getting better right now. They came in third at the World Cup. They handily beat England, who Phil Neville said weren't trying, but I don't believe him, <laughs> I, who we just barely beat. So Yeah, I, the thing is, is I almost feel this is, this is me being maybe a doubter, but I just, I don't, especially without our, especially not being healthy with a new coach, I don't even know if there's pressure on us to win that game. Is that crazy? I think, I think if there's not a new coach, there's no pressure. Or, or not too much pressure. I think if there's a news coach, a lot of the younger players have a lot of pressure to prove that they I see. belong, mm-hmm. which I think makes it way more interesting. It makes it very interesting. It yes. certainly makes it interesting. I just don't know. Even with that, I don't know if there's pressure on us as a whole to win that match. I feel like it's more Sweden's match to lose. Unless, I don't know. I can't say I don't know like how healthy Sweden is right now. I'm not sure. But right. Everybody's a little banged up because they played a yeah. lot of minutes at that World Cup. Oh, yeah. As many minutes as we did. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. More. I don't know what that, that is like, but I don't know. It's, it's going to be a very interesting match, a very fun match to watch, and especially under a new leadership, regardless of whether it's an interim or our official new coach, it's going to be wild. Uh, I'm just like, I'm, these championship games are great. I love them. <laughs> sure. I'm just so craving a game with Like stakes. a real cut. Oh, yeah. God. It's going to be great. Craving it. I needed like a, I needed recovery after July <laughs> though, so I'm glad we've had Give this me like more, period. More drama. <laughs> I love the drama. I live for the drama. Do we? Because I remember like at the middle of like that France match, we were we like, "Why do we ever do this?" Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, it felt like we shouldn't have been soccer fans, and it was a stupid decision. It was a really bad decision. Yeah. I was just gonna like stare and eat my food fast. Yes. Like I, that's what I was doing. Well, this will be nice because it's not, it's not going to make us cry. I'm not going to cry no, right. during this game. Fair. Unless something really crazy happens. Stop. Like, don't jinx okay, anybody. Sorry. Sorry. Not okay. Sorry. Sorry. And then we're playing Costa Rica, which is fine. Yeah. 
No uh, offense to Costa Rica. That'll be, I'm guessing, our last match before the holidays. I would assume yeah, so. And that's then, already into November, pretty far into November. Then presumably there'll be January camp where we'll start figuring out what the Olympics roster is going to be. Yeah. And they, I mean, again, there'll be more friendlies and stuff in the spring, but I don't know. I, when do they normally have the f- official roster picked for the Olympics? I guess it probably wouldn't be until even as late as May. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. Lots to talk about. That's pretty much <laughs> That's pretty much it for national team news. Shall we move on to the NWSL? Yeah. It is just really starting to wind down, but I have to say wind the down tension or, yeah, I was going to say wind high. down. The t- the season is winding down. The tension is high because right now Washington Spirit have played three fewer matches than the Chicago Red Stars and are in sixth place. But there is a world where they overtake the Reign and Royals in fourth and fifth place and do become the fourth team to make it into the playoffs. The North Carolina Courage have clinched, and I believe they are the only team. No, certainly the Red Stars have to have clinched as well. But, but even the Portland Thorns could not make it depending on how the Royals reign in spirit do in their next few games. It is tight. It's really it is tight. tight. Yeah. It, well, it's tight in that part of the bracket. It's tight in that part of the bracket. And it really looks like Sky Blue is not going to come in last. That's what I'm rooting for. <laughs> no, I think Orlando has that clinched. No problem there. So really just things are heating, heating up. And really exciting news for Sky Blue. They are playing Orlando sort of for the like not last place game on September 29th. And that game got moved to Red Bulls. Red Bull Stadium. Yep. Heck yes. Yeah. Look, I can't make it to that game. Am I really disappointed? Yes. Will I be in this country? No. no. Could I fly back for it? No. no. Um, <laughs> it's too far away. I'll be in Japan watching the Rugby World Cup. In fact, for my Rugby World Cup podcast. I was just going to say, just kidding. tune in I don't week. have that podcast. <laughs> I would never make that podcast. It's too scary of a sport. They're terrifying. Uh. But what I did do was I bought two tickets, and then I transferred them to Alyssa LeHue, the general manager of Sky Blue, as a donation to the team, and they help give them to people who might not be able to afford tickets otherwise, so you can still pack the house and help people who might not normally be able to go go to the game which is amazing so I, I love that anyone who's listening if you really want to like do something feminist and feel really good about yourself that would be like a 40 dollar way to do it yeah the tickets aren't that expensive and then how do you transfer them exactly you just do it in Ticketmaster. all you need is Alyssa's email oh wow you can tweet oh, at I us if you have like more you questions got it. yep tweet at sky blue got it, got it. like I sent you I transferred you your ticket yeah for the game for the it's game. very yeah. simple I just couldn't recommend it enough to anyone listening who wants to help out. Yeah, it's a great way to do it and a great way to advance the, the game. If they play in Red Bull regularly, I will buy season tickets again. It's Yeah, because we can go. Hand on my heart. Yeah. Without walking around the interstate to get to <laughs> your sack field. Your sack. Your sack. <laughs> Why is it Why called your sack? It's so bad. It's so bad. It's terrible. Mr. Yersack, why did you donate the money <laughs> for the field? 
Um, Allison and I did try to put together our top 11 NWSL players without national team players. Which is a challenge. It was so hard. It's such a challenge. Uh, and I, I fell a little short. I realized I have a 10 on my list. I don't know oh. how I did that. Okay. So cool. That's cool, fair. Cool, 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 cool. Who'd you have for goalkeeper? Um, so I had three different keepers that I liked, actually. You can pick one. I know that. I just said I had a <laughs> list of three. Um... I I really like Steph LeBay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she's great. I think she's phenomenal. So I picked her. If I tried to not pick another country's. Oh, no. Which I, I know we did not do. I'm just saying if um, I would have said Jane Campbell, um, but she has been called up to the women's national team before. Interesting. If nobody else has been called up, Aubrey Bledsoe. She's never been called up. Interesting. So there we go. Okay. I, I only did that for keepers. I'm going to strongly, strongly put forth um, Kaylin Sheridan here, Sky Blue FC's keeper, because She's had a lot of lot of tech. I mean, yeah, they've lost a lot of games, but no keeper has made more saves than her. Okay. And just to keep your head up, and I saw her make some amazing saves in person at the last Red Bull game. I I truly think she is the best keeper in the league probably and <laughs> has had to do the most the most work yeah well sure she has I think I I would actually love to see that like an actual sheet of who's had the most shots on goal like who's her you, it's her it really is yes her. it's Especially her. her it's her okay it's on the NWSL website it's her excellent all right good for her man so I'm she's my only sky blue player on this list of course I doubt you have any others I do not yeah so defenders mm-hmm. Uh, I, we both had this one, Megan Klingenberg. Got to put her on there from Portland. Just a stalwart. People are a little bit confused why she's not on the national team anymore, but I guess she's slowed down a little bit and didn't fit into Jill's system this time around. So I get it. Mm -hmm. Um, I did not list the positions with my players. (laughs) So, all right. I had Abby Ersig. From North Carolina, another cheat as she is a New Zealand captain. Yes, and then I kind of had another cheat, cheat, which was Casey Short from That's a Chicago. Cheat. But she's not; she was not on the she roster. She was on, on the World Cup roster. She correct. was not, and she just does such a phenomenal job for Chicago. Yeah, I think she's one of the big reasons that they're in second place. And I think she is an NWSL star who probably wouldn't have gotten a shot at the national team were it not for the NWSL. So I think she yeah, is a agreed. great pick. There you go. I like that. Um, let's see midfield. I'm trying to make sure I have these people in the right positions. This was also hard. I picked Sophia from North Carolina. Sophia Huerta Huerta, from Houston, my only Houston player and Midge purse from Portland who has had a lot of goals and assists. Okay. I have, I feel like McCall Zerboni. She plays midfielder. She forward. She's a midfielder. She is. Okay. For the North Carolina courage. Mm -hmm. She's, she's good. I don't like her on the national team anytime she's called up. So, um, but yeah, I think her play for the NWSL is much better. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I think she's a midfielder, but she's injured right now, but she's still phenomenal. Jeff's fishlock. Is she, mm-hmm. yes, she's also midfield. Fishlock's fantastic. Um, I, again, she's out right now with an ACL injury, but, uh, just, I think she's really fun to watch play. So is that my, is that three? Mm-hmm. Okay. Forwards, I got too many, but that's okay. I also chose four forwards okay. because <laughs> the, th- the thing about that and the results, I can't, I, 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 I'm plugged into it, but you, I can't watch every single game. We're not right. professional sports journalists. 
So it's it's harder to defense is a something you observe over time and how reliable right. somebody is. Yeah. So it's a little bit harder to significantly more challenging to choose them. Whereas forwards, you're like, ah, oh, they're flashy. I like them. Yeah, yeah. My forwards were easy. It's Sam Kerr, Christine uh, they, Sinclair, Amy Rodriguez, and Lynn Williams. I just felt that was so easy. <laughs> yeah, that, I have the same three. I have Sam Kerr, Christine Sinclair, Lynn Williams. And then I have two other players who now I'm not. Is Rachel Daly a forward or midfield? I believe she's a forward. Okay, I had her. Um, I like watching her play. And then um, Veronica, she plays Bouquets. For, Bouquets. She plays for Utah and Spain. Unless it's Bouquets, and I've been saying it like Bouquets. really wrong. The whole time. Not sure. Um, but she's also uh, phenomenal. She's phenomenal. She's fun to watch. And she is, uh, she plays insane for her, for her home team. In for Spain. Spain. For Spain. Yeah. Another, I mean, I think she's a huge reason that that team is, I think Spain at the next World Cup is going to be scary. Yeah. And she's a, a huge reason why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very young, very talented team. Again, like with all of these clubs though. Uh, they're getting more development, I think, in the offseason as their players are playing both in the NWSL and in club teams around the world. And as these national teams put more money into the women's game, you're seeing insane return. I feel like the more money you put in, you're getting three times that in return of play. It's just incredible. I saw an article today that said there was a misreporting of the of a profit number from the Women's World Cup and that basically there's no you can't really value how valuable women's soccer is going to be. It's basically the article was just saying there's so much money to be made here yeah. and we're fools if we're not investing in it. Invest. Hmm? You mean you and I invest? Yeah, you and I. <laughs> yeah, just, just take out, you know, what money we have and, and put it into a, a soccer team, which is, you know, a really just easy breezy yeah. thing to invest in. Sure. Psych. Sure takes 20 years to get a return on your money. Although, have you seen uh, the the numbers in terms of attendance? I think Utah, the Utah Royals, is leading that um, that attendance record, which is really impressive because that team is Over new. Portland? I feel like that's what I saw. There's no way they have. No? I, I think they're doing great, though. Maybe it's like they have very one popular. attendance record. Like, they had... And that yes, yes, been, yes, 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 yes. Because yes. Of they have, a, like, a larger stadium. Simply because of that yes so they could fit more people in it but i, I really feel like they've been doing very well and they're so new it's it's fun to see there's been a lot of talk of that 10th franchise team coming mm-hmm. aboard we haven't heard if it's definitely happening yet what the deal with that is but that would be very very good i think oh you're right portland thorns is the number one with an average of nineteen thousand people in amazing attendance. amazing um utah Royals is well below that with um almost eleven thousand. um but I think they had one, maybe, no, maybe not. So maybe it is Portland at the, at the number one, but Utah with number two, and they're a brand new team. That's huge. So that's huge. I think that's really exciting to that's see. That's huge. And actually the Spirit is number three with that, and they're talking about also moving to, um, what's the name of the stadium? BBVA? Yeah, something. Um, I can't remember. But anyways, yeah, so they're talking about moving permanently to that larger stadium as well, which would be, again, incredible for that club. Which has a good base of fans. And if so. Sky Blue moves, these are the moves we need to be making to take this league seriously, and I'm so happy they're happening. Yeah. yeah. It, it, and it goes to show how hard these lists were to make. I know the season's not over yet. I could see things happening in the rest of the season having an impact on who I choose for these lists, but man, what a great league. Yeah, it is. It really is. Take that, France. Take that, England. No, I want those leagues to survive, too. Those are great. <laughs> also great leagues. 
Um, the Swedish league, also a great league. We love all the women's leagues and support all of them, but I support Tears NWSL stuff. the most. Tyriso. Tyriso. That's a no. Swedish. If you haven't <laughs> listened to that right. episode, we spent maybe like 20 minutes one time trying to pronounce Tyriso. <laughs> I trust you. I sound too Italian there. Tyriso. <laughs> it's a Tyriso. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. We are going to do a player profile today. Yeah, this is a little-known player. I don't know. She's gained popularity in the past couple of years. Um, yeah, you might have heard of her. Her name is Alex Morgan. We've never profiled We've Alex never Morgan. Profiled Alex Morgan. Um, Alexandra Morgan. Officially, her last name actually. She took her husband's last name. Um, and I'm gonna mispronounce it. Cur- Carrasco. Carrasco. Is that all? It- I want to roll the R's, but no. I'm not brave enough. Okay. <laughs> Carrasco, I want to tell a story about Alex Morgan that happened in the news this week. Please do. U.S. Women's National Team was a category on Jeopardy. Oh, yeah. This was funny. Megan Rapino was the, like, $1,600 question, the most expensive question. Uh, sorry. Shoot, I screwed up. She was the $200 question. I was like, who is this? And they were like, Megan Rapino. And then the hardest question. So, theoretically, the least known player was Alex Morgan drinking a cup of tea. And you were supposed to guess Alex Morgan. And it's just so funny because Alex Morgan has been the face of the team for five years now. I don't know, like, (laughs) I don't know who at Jeopardy was, like, in charge of, like, picking the the questions for each, for the category. But, yeah. I dominated that category, I want you to know. That was the easiest category I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, man. I'm, maybe we're just so far in women's soccer, we don't understand. No, but everybody knows Alex, Alex Morgan. Morgan. Like, that's She's just, hot. People also know Megan Rapinoe now. If they didn't know her last World Cup, they know her now. And they're like, oh, the pink hair. And I'm like, well, yes. Yes. But come on. There's some other things, too, you should know about her. But um, Alex Morgan, she turned 30 this year at the World Cup. God bless her. Amazing. Crushing it. Um, she's also 5'7". Her and Messi, same height. There hmm. you go. And me. Me, Messi, and Alex Morgan are all the same height. I'm so jealous. <laughs> just, I just want to put that out there. Oh, boy. She's had a long and pretty much up career, I would say. She's been, uh, to me, her, her club team was the Portland Thorns. I guess she was only really there for three seasons. But to me, she was really a Thorns player. And, and then she's been with Orlando since 2016. So I, uh, she, she did that stint in Lyon. She wants, that's right. But she, she plays in Orlando because that's her husband's MLS club. They're a soccer fam. Yeah. Can you imagine their kids if they choose to have them? Wow. I suppose, suppose they would be good at soccer or they would hate it. It's one or the other. What do you do? I guess you just give them a soccer ball and hope they like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think so. That's what uh, Sydney LaRue does with her little one. Yeah. He's real cute. I think he seems really good at sports, too. He does. He likes dance, which I love. And I feel like that could really come in handy on the soccer field, the grace and the, the posture, that the core strength. Who knows? Well, she attended Berkeley and played for the California Golden Bears. That's so adorable. And I believe she ended up being the the first draft pick in the 2011 WPS draft where she played with Western New York Flash, I believe, with Abby. And that's sort of where she forged that relationship with Abby. And to me, Alex Morgan, beginning of the career, was like her being under Abby Wambach's wing as those two forwards 
on the national team. Have you seen that incredible picture of um, it's a, it's done side by side. It's when Alex had scored and I guess the last world cup and Abby was there. Like she had fallen and Abby was there beside her, like so happy for her. And then they put that next to in this world cup when Rose scored and Alex was right there beside her. And oh, so, and I just got chills. <laughs> I just got chills. <laughs> It's the sweetest. I have to find it because it and they're almost doing the same posturing like in both pictures. And it's really something. It just looks at I mean, you see how you just you just see these girls like grow up, you know, and you see the, the line, the chain of command. I don't know. It's just incredible to see how they've like tutored one another, not tutored, but it's you true. know, mentored. That's maybe a better word. Yeah. We've been fans for so long now. I mean, I remember when Alex was new. Yeah. Baby horse. She, babe, she used to be baby horse because they said she ran like a baby horse. She was so graceful. Is that graceful? Or so funny looking. It was a little funny. Yeah. yeah. But she was so fast. Who cares? Yeah. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't matter. And she's really changed her game. She used to be this kind of, intense fast striker and now she's really more of an all over the field player and doing a lot more defending so she's had an absolutely incredible I think career what am I trying to say career trajectory I think well I think if we're looking at players look at some of the best players on our team right now they have all had to do that you have to be versatile or you're going to get left behind look at Crystal Dunn Mm -hmm. she can play every position on the field now you look at um, at JJ, mm-hmm. she's gone. Ev- I mean, she's mostly in the mid, but she can be everything and be everywhere. So I think you, if you want to be the best, you ha- it's almost like you have to be the best at everything now. <laughs> and I think Alex often seems like a princess to me or seems like a little bit full of herself to me. I think she demands a lot from referees, especially in the NWSL. Well, and they have a lot more they right they do oh and we could talk about the Rachel Daly Mateus thing but I think that Alex has outgrown that which I really respect her for yeah I think that's very cool I don't think Alex and I would be friends in real life but I respect (laughs) her a lot a lot for the way she's grown yeah and I mean she's a film star now so there's that I still don't watch that movie Alex and me that stupid movie Hey, you don't know that. You haven't seen it. I almost don't know what else to say about her because she seems so well-known. She got kicked out of Disney World. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's my favorite that fact happened. about her. <laughs> that happened. Uh, she has a really cute pup. Oh, uh, like I didn't a chocolate know that. Lab. Oh, my goodness. So cute. Um, She's like BFFs with Allie Long. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't think we'd be, real, we'd be friends. I think she's like a sorority girl. I think Alex Morgan was a, is like a sorority girl, and I wouldn't be friends with her. Oh man, that's so harsh. I'm just, I'm just think I know nothing You're wrong saying, like, with your sorority girls. We wouldn't gel. No, like I'd be friends with like. Do you think Becky Sauerbrunn and Alex Morgan are best friends? No, I'm sure they get along really well and respect each other though. Yes, fair. Okay, one's Good. a dork, one's not. Alex Morgan's <laughs> a cool girl. Have you seen her pre wrap? She's a cool girl. She is a cool girl. I I don't know how they get the pre wrap to stay in their hair. Mine would always roll out. No idea. And then I just give up. I didn't have that many flyaways. But so. Alex Morgan also is just the most popular player with children, like with young girls. Yeah. Which is so, it's because she's so pretty and white, I guess. Like, I don't know. Is that it? Uh, she's done a know. lot for the team, but she hasn't really. She also hasn't, like, think about it. Like, Rapino does 
talking about like these two amazing players, Rapino does push boundaries and Rapino uh, uses language that's not all the time suitable for children. True. Um, I, Alex doesn't, at least on broadcast and that kind of stuff. She's very clean when it comes to broadcast and she's more vanilla yeah. for sure. I just do want you to know that on her personal life on the Wikipedia page, there's three parag- or three or four paragraphs. One of them is on Sunday, October 1st, 2017. Morgan was one of a group of fellow athletes visiting Epcot in Orlando <laughs> who were blah, 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 and were kicked out. I love how that's like, that is the longest paragraph in her personal life. That's so that funny. Um, also, I did not know she was vegan. Did you? What? She's well, vegan? Uh, well, according. No way. According to Wikipedia. That's fantastic. According, uh, together with Kyrie Irving, who... Should I know who that is? Basketball player. Thank you. Um, they were crowned um, by PETA as the most beautiful vegan, or she was crowned as the most beautiful vegan celebrity of 2019. Wow. I had no idea. Where does she get her protein? <laughs> I couldn't even get it out. I, beans, tofu, 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 seitan. Mm. Wow. That. You, you know, you learn something new about Alex Morgan every day. <laughs> every single day of the year. Tafu. Tafu. Oh, man. Anyways, that's Alex Morgan. <laughs> yeah. We love her. Beautiful. I love to hate her vegan. a little bit, but Amazing. I love her. Yeah, yeah. She's great. You can. I feel like, like you said, like, who hates vanilla? I don't. My favorite flavor. Me too. But not, like, that way. <laughs> <laughs> Actual ice cream flavor. Right. Just ice cream flavor. That's sure, all sure, I'm sure. saying. Yeah. Is that, like, your absolute favorite? Or you just, like, like... Vanilla or chocolate, you pick vanilla. No, vanilla is my absolute favorite ice cream flavor. What? I just love it. That's interesting to me. You learn something new about Madeline every day. Oh. Every single day. Wow. All right. That's the end of our show today. Yep. End it with ice cream flavors. All right. We're not going to have an episode out for a while because I'll be gone for three weeks. But we will try to get you a podcast about those last two victory tour matches as soon as possible but it probably won't be until late october yeah so hopefully nothing exciting happens we'll know who wins the nwsl by then I yeah think. we will that's crazy i know that's crazy um i think we all know who it's gonna be but yeah something crazy could well happen. something crazy could happen now if you have not gone into what's that thing called Apple podcasts and rated and reviewed us. We would so love it. If you could do that, that would be amazing. It really helps other people find our podcast and spread the good word of women's soccer. That sounded creepy and cultish, but Hey, it, it, we want it to be a little cultish. And thanks for interacting with us on Twitter, guys, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. It's really fun to hear from you guys, hear your ideas for future um, podcast episodes, which we listen to and we're working on compiling and, and discussing things. So it's, it's fun. Thank you guys. Send us that. your NWSL top 11. We'd love to see them. Yeah, absolutely. You can always tweet at us at, at scorepod, Instagram us at scorepod, or send us an email at settle the score podcast at gmail.com. Thanks guys. Bye.